0: Welcome to a special Kicker Monday edition of the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast. Mark Schofield and Chuck Zada here with you on Monday, October 4th. Got a great week of football in the books, both at the collegiate and the NFL level. We'll dive into that as the week rolls along, but we wanted to kick something off this week first by wishing our Jewish listeners a happy new year. As to you, my friend, Mr. Zada.
1: Certainly due to uh, anyone who is a uh, member of the tribe out there, a uh, Mazel Tov and Laha'im to you. Uh, it is uh, another new year, and another year has come and gone, but we're still here, we're still kicking, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of kicking today, punting actually.
0: We're going to get into that. Are you still writing 5576 on your checks? Or?
1: Excuse me? <laughs> no I haven't I, honestly it's been a long time since like my bar mitzvah days and everything like that like it really takes me back and I didn't even have one to be honest but really uh take no see, I, I, my, my family they, they made the decision when I was a kid to let me decide what I wanted to do and being uh you know kind of a child I said well I want my weekends free in hindsight kind of a bad idea wish I had kind of made a different decision but you live and learn and that's why we're here today Hey, that's why we're here. We're here
0: to live. We're here to learn. We're going to learn about some punting. Is that right, Mr. Zada?
1: Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit of punting here today, and I'm going to focus on New England's Ryan Allen, just because the last couple weeks, been a lot of talk about Allen. In particular, week three, he takes home special teams player of the week. Uh, Week four had another strong, strong week. And, and really what I want to do here is talk about a little bit of a comparison between the last two weeks and what we saw from Allen in the first couple weeks because there's been some pretty striking differences. And, and I think it's it's pretty instructive uh, to talk about what we're seeing him doing differently uh, that really has resulted in the changes that we've seen. Because I'll tell you, from the first couple weeks, if you looked at the punter and, and just looked at the stats from the first couple weeks and then looked at Weeks 3 and 4, they look like totally different punters. Totally different.
0: So let's start with the first two weeks. Um, obviously, New England starts the season 2-0, but what did you see from Allen during that time?
1: Uh, t- from, from Ryan Allen during those first couple weeks, I saw a punter that was arguably probably one of the bottom seven or eight in the league. And it was unusual for me to see this just because, you know, I, along with myself, me and Mike Nuttall, we had gone through every single punt from 2015 and we had watched every single kick. And a- after going through all that data, Ryan Allen graded out as our fifth best punter in the league last year. We went through all the data in terms of distance, hang time, where the ball was landing on the field, everything there. And Allen was very consistent. He was he was very strong in terms of his ability to place the ball. Didn't have the best hang time in the league. He doesn't have a huge leg as far as how high he kicks the ball, but he had solid distance. You know, his distance was a little bit above average. Outstanding ability to place the ball, and and those the combination of those skills gave him, uh, you know, again that fifth rating rating in uh, the league for 2015. What we saw the first couple weeks of this year was an almost complete breakdown in his ability to punt for any distance as well as to really to to manage distance as effectively as we want. And those of you who uh, have-, have read through some of my work, you're familiar with the target distance target distance punted metric, which I use instead of either net or gross, just because target distance punted it incorporates field position in order to correct for that and show, look, out of the distance we expect you to punt, how much are you actually punting? And so if we take a look at Ryan's, uh, Ryan Allen's first uh, six punts this year, he only had six punts in the first couple weeks, Okay, we saw that on not one of them, on not a single kick, did he reach the ideal landing point for one of his punts. He was below average, not on one or two kicks, but on every single kick. So whether it was long distance, whether it was short distance and pin deep situations, he simply had no ability to put the ball as far as he wanted. And in some situations, it created some problems for the Patriots, and it was a little bit unusual to see that. So that's really the thing that stood out to me when I look at the first couple weeks it was that more than anything else that stood out. His hang time was a little bit weaker than usual, but again, Ryan Allen has never been a big hang time guy. But the fact that he was below average on distance on every single one of his kicks, you know, kind of, kind of had my antenna up a little bit about is this going to be a year of regression uh, for Ryan Allen? Now we
0: have. Uh glossary piece on InsideThePylon.com It talks about target distance punted that I would invite people to check out. Can you, you just give for our listeners that might not have read that, that might not be familiar with that idea, just a quick and dirty as to what that stat, that stat is.
1: Yeah, target distance punted, what it pretty much does is it tries to measure uh, the effectiveness of a punter in punting the ball as far as he should because the last thing that I want is to penalize a punter who's punting from an opponent's 40-yard line for a 30-yard kick, because that kick goes exactly where it's expected to go. So what target distance punted does is it takes for what are known as open field punts, punts before a team's own 40-yard line. We take the league average for open field punts and say, look, that's your target distance. You have to hit the league average. Historically, if you look at 2015, the league average was about 48 yards per kick in that situation. This year, it's a little bit higher so far at about 48 and a half. So it's in that ballpark of 48 to 49 yards. So if you're kicking from within your own 40-yard line or further, you're looking at trying to hit that 48 and a half yard mark. That's what you're aiming for this year. If you are kicking from ahead of that, from your own 41-yard line and over into enemy territory, In that situation, the target, it's the opponent's 10-yard line. And the reason it's the opponent's 10-yard line and not the 20 or not the goal line is because at the 20, you're not pinning the opponent deep enough inside their own territory. You give them free yardage effectively. If you're punting to to, uh, the opponent's goal line, well, that's a situation where the opponent lets it go and they end up getting the ball at the 20 anyways because of a touchback. So what we end up looking at is we want punts to target the 10-yard line. So if you're punting from the 50, the target distance to punt is 40 yards. And what target distance punted measures is how much of that different distance do you cover. Do you pick up that 48 yards inside your own territory, and do you hit that 10-yard line when you're punting in a pin-deep situation? That's what it tries to measure.
0: Okay, so we saw some down stuff from Allen through weeks one and two had a bit of a bounce back, I think you would say, in that Thursday night game against the Texans. What were your takeaways from that effort?
1: Well, I'll tell you. So, Alan, in the last uh, the last two weeks now, and, and let's let's specifically look at that week three situation against the Texans. Alan, in week three, okay, we talk about that target distance punted metric, did not have a single punt below average. When we talk about how much of the distance did he cover per kick, here's what we end up with for the seven kicks. 108%. 100%, 108%, 119, 102, 112, and 118. Every single kick covered at least as much as you expected and generally significantly more, anywhere between uh, 2 and 18% more, depending on the exact kick. Beyond that, the other thing that you saw from Allen during that game not a single punt inside the hashes, and every punt except for two. Was actually except for yeah except for two was outside the numbers or towards the sidelines. So this is another thing that Allen historically did well last year was he punted towards the edges of the field. And what that does, either if you punt a ball out of bounds, okay, intentionally not a shank but an intentional punt out of bounds, you take away a, a a team's ability to get any type of return. They simply can't return the football. If you're punting from the numbers to the out-of-bounds line, what you do is that boundary acts as a defender. You obviously can't run out of bounds, and so what it does is it makes it easier for your gunners as well as for the rest of your coverage team to get downfield in coverage and really narrow down because they don't have as big of an angle to cover when you talk about a returner coming out there. So in that game against the Texans, only two out of Allen's seven punts were inside The numbers and those were still between the numbers and the hash, so they weren't right in the middle of the field. And every single kick there was at least what you expected in terms of target distance. Punted the only one that that pretty much met the criteria was a 36 yarder that landed right on the 10 yard line, and that was Allen's second kick of the game in the first half there that one even though it only landed you know covered the distance that you expected it was also right on the right numbers and so it still resulted in a fair catch just because the returner had nowhere to go because it's a short field uh and, and the ball had enough hanging at 4.35 seconds of hang which allowed the coverage team to get down there and converge on the right numbers so everything going to the outsides there and and really a, a strong leg throughout the entire game in that game
0: now what about in week four against buffalo obviously the patriots suffer a home shutout loss which was you know a little bit of a rarity for the new england patriots but did Allen perform as we saw in the first two weeks or more in line with what you saw during week three
1: so Allen's week four performance uh and I just finished going through this. Uh, through the first four weeks of the season, grades out is one of the top performances in the NFL this season. Uh, his his target distance punted numbers were phenomenal. He had two that were both one yard below the expectation, two forty seven yard punts from his own territory. But everything else, and really everything, was coming from his own territory this game, just because the Patriots had zero offense. But those 2 47-yarders, and then he had a 56, a 58, a 49, and a 56-yard boot. And every single kick this game, there was only one kick. His last kick of the game was inside the left numbers. Everything else outside the numbers. And in particular, three kicks right towards the sideline, including one at the end of the first half that really prevented a free kick situation for the Buffalo Bills just because he placed it so well that the returner, Brandon Tate, couldn't even get to it to fair catch it and force a free kick situation. So in this game here, you know, Allen did a tremendous job uh, in terms of moving the ball around, using both sides, primarily going to the left. He had four kicks to uh, the left side of the field, but that one kick at the end of the first half, right to the right side of the field, and I think it caught Brandon Tate a little bit by surprise because Rex Ryan, you could tell going into half, Wanted to have a chance at that free kick to try to put three more points on the board, couldn't end up getting it, and, and so that that last kick of the first half was just a phenomenal punt, just to change field position there, but not only change field position, but prevent uh, that free kick opportunity really, and and I think you know again kind of caught Brandon Tate by surprise there. And really just an outstanding day from Ryan Allen here. And what you see in terms of target distance punted in the first two games, Ryan Allen covered 84% of the of the distance you would expect him to cover in any situation. In the last two games, weeks three and four, he's covered 109% on average. So you're talking about a swing here uh, of 20, 25% between those two two two-week periods that is a huge huge swing and I'll tell you I I had some concerns after week two that Allen was regressing because he had you know until last year he had been somewhat inconsistent and really had never put together everything in one season and so I had some concerns that hey maybe last year was starting to look like a fluke but with these last two performances you know I can kind of chalk it up and say okay Early season, you know, whether it's jitters or just kind of working the cobwebs out, and everything has looked much, much cleaner over the last two weeks now.
0: I want to talk about that punt that sort of caught Tate off guard at the end of the half. Do you think that was just situational awareness on the Patriots' part that they kind of, you know, called for Allen to do that? Or do you think he just got a hold of a punt pretty well?
1: No, I think it was 100% intentional because what we saw on this punt, the first thing that stood out to me is he was punting in a nose-down situation, or he was punting nose-down from pretty much his own end zone, and that's unusual. Nose-down punting, what it does is it takes a little bit of oomph off the ball. It doesn't carry quite as well because the ball is more tumbling as opposed to uh, spiraling through the air. And so, when I look at that, you know, Allen's not a guy who usually goes nose down from his own end zone. He will do it uh, in enemy territory, but he will not do it from his own end, typically. So, to see that there suggests that they said, okay, we need to do something a little bit different here. They saw that Brandon Tate was lined up right on the uh, the left hash, and so they said, look, kick towards the opposite sideline, and that's exactly what Allen did, and You know, I I think, to be honest, now I'll have to go back and look at the tape more closely even. It looks to me, and and really what it ended up being, that ball only had 4.02 seconds of hang. The average NFL hang time is about 4.4. So it was a little bit more of a line drive as well that you saw here. And I think it was intentional just to say, look, we're going to punt diagonally away from you. We're going to take a little bit of hang off this ball and you're not going to have a chance to catch it. I mean, I understand Rex Ryan wasn't thrilled that that ball dropped. I don't know if Tate could have gotten to it even if he was sprinting. He might have gotten a finger on it, and then all of a sudden you got a fumble, and New England's going the other way, scooping and scoring. So it was it was a very well-executed punt by Ryan Allen there. And, and I got to say, it did completely catch Tate off guard. But even if it didn't, I don't know if he can get... like. I just don't know if he can get to that punt just because it was so well-placed and, again, it was a little bit more of a line drive to prevent him from getting there.
0: That's tremendous analysis, man. That is just so cool. Um, On the more global picture here, what is it that you've seen now in the past two weeks from Allen? Have you seen any mechanical changes? Do you just think he's just hitting the ball better? What's made the change?
1: You know, the big thing that I saw in the first couple games – uh, And, and really, the, the the big issue that he was having was he, he simply wasn't striking the ball well. You were seeing the ball moving well to the edges of the field, but he was popping it up a little bit more in a couple situations. And he also had one shank that really didn't do him any favors in a pin-deep situation as well, where punting from uh, New England's own 46-yard line only punted the ball 28 yards and had a shank off to the, the right side that really just didn't go anywhere, only... You know, again, leaving you or left the Texans, or rather, who's the week two opponent? I'm trying to remember now. Um, Miami. Miami. Left the Dolphins, you know, starting from their 26 yard line, which you just can't do in that situation. So he's been much more consistent just in terms of striking the ball. You know, I I can't pinpoint any one thing in terms of his mechanics that looks better, but he simply is making better, more consistent contact with the ball. And frankly, had he continued with what he had done the first couple weeks, You know that's significantly below average for an NFL punter. You just can't, you just can't do that and expect to be an NFL punter for too long. So I figured he would get it sorted out, just because you know what he showed those first couple weeks was way worse than anything we saw the last year from him, and and it took him a little time to get rolling. But the last couple weeks now has been outstanding in weeks three and four. You know, and I think uh, you know again, Patriots fans, the one thing that really went right for them today. Ryan Allen, you know your you, your punter was outstanding. So all is not lost. You you had your punter working. You got Tom Brady coming back next week. Let's see what happens. Yeah,
0: it's funny. I mean, I was just being on Twitter during the afternoon games, and the the, the almost strange sense of panic that was setting in from some of the New England fans was just, it was curious to me. I mean, if you could have told New England fans like a month ago, look. You're going to end up three and one. You're going to get wins and games started from Garoppolo and Brissett during this stretch, and not really have any sort of catastrophic injuries. Wouldn't people take that in a heartbeat?
1: Yeah, I think it's just that it was Buffalo at home. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I think a lot of people probably said, okay, if if the Patriots lose, they will be to Arizona week one on the road, and then maybe you know you talk about that Houston team coming in. You know, they they could put up a, a put fight week. there. Yeah, but. You know, i I think you most people probably said in the division. You know, Miami and Buffalo both at home should be able to take care of business there. Just didn't, you know, just 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 didn't take care of it against Buffalo. And you know, it's it's a team that probably was a little bit beat up here, and that Buffalo team came in fired up. I'll tell you who look, Zach Brown, linebacker for the Bills, all over the field yeah. today, all yeah. over the field today. Uh, but you know, some some games look for whatever reason, and, and Belichick coach teams don't do this often, but sometimes they just don't they didn't show up today it's you know it's one of those things and you see it with with every team where occasionally you have lapses where the team just doesn't show up to play this was one of those where you know they just didn't show up except for their punter
0: what do they say man that's why they play the games right
1: that's why they play the games and martellus bennett who balled out and was probably the only guy in the new england offense who was uh, really rolling as well
0: well chuck great stuff from you on patriots punter ryan allen folks Thanks for listening to this special Monday edition of the Kicker Monday here at the Quick Kicks Podcast at Inside the Pylon. As always, check out the work on insidethepylon.com. Mark Schofield, Chuck Zotta will be back tomorrow for another great edition of the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks Podcast.